Hello, and welcome to the Carnage Report, where we bring you the latest on all things horror-related, keeping you up to date with news you can use. I'm Julie Holland. And I'm Nick Spasic. The Carnage Report is part of the Cinepunks podcast family. Go to Cinepunks.com to find entertainment news, reviews, and other great podcasts like Horror Business, Twitch of the Death Nerve, and Tomb of Ideas. If you want to help support Cinepunks, and ultimately this show, you can become a Cinepunks Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash Cinepunks, C-I-N-E-P-U-N-X. Also, please go check out these great sponsors like Essex Coffee Roasters. Essex Coffee Roasters offers specialty-grade coffee roasted to order for the most fresh and delicious home brewing experience. Essex is committed to accessible, quality coffees, offering education on coffee and brewing to all of their customers. Essex Coffee Roasters believes you don't have to be a coffee expert to enjoy a great cup of coffee right now if you go to their website, essexcoffeeroasters.com, and use the promo code CINEPUNKS, you get 10% off your order. Another great sponsor is Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. They are the premier screen printer of the Lehigh Valley, but also maybe the world. They're personable and professional, the only place where you can get punk rock attitude with professional service and printing. You can visit them at xlvacx.com. And also, I believe right now they have a GoFundMe of sorts, maybe not that brand, but a fundraising situation going on. You can find probably on their website, definitely on their Twitter to help them get into a bigger, better facility. And yeah, they want to buy that building too. Yeah. Very impressive. Very exciting. More printing for the people. Yeah. Now it is time for the setup our getting to know you question and based on our film for this episode consecration my question for you julie is what's your weirdest church story well here's the thing i've never been a church goer i did not grow up going to church i briefly went to sunday school and maybe a small stint in youth group because all the kids were doing it but other than that for me church is just funerals and weddings for the most part I just don't go. So it's always weird because I don't know what to do when I go there. Um, Yeah, I think, I mean, I guess the only weird one would be that when I was young, when I was little, like first, second grade, my mom delivered flowers for a living. And sometimes she would pick me up after school and I would go with her, which meant when she had a lot of flowers, only time you have a lot of flowers, typically funerals, you would, I would help her take them in. And occasionally I would see a dead body and that was upsetting. Or someone I didn't know and I'm just oh there's an open casket that's cool cool awesome so yeah I don't have a lot of church experience um occasionally went with my Catholic roommate in college to her Catholic church and mostly just you know to learn I guess about what goes on there how about you what are your weird church stories I have a lot because I have done various things like date slash not date a girl who turned out to be jehovah's witness um uh i have gone to a i went to a church lock-in when i was in sixth grade that uh once all of the they can overnight halloween thing so like once all the adults fell asleep there were some very weird things going on in the church like annex um my favorite weird church story is that when i was like 11 or 12 uh of of my my best friend at the time a, a kid named brent um his family was very churchy and they went to like the very strict like sort of like new jesus kind of church in in lansing and he was like hey do you want to go to this thing with me and my family um it's like every night and it's at fort leavenworth 
and uh if you if if you go like on friday night there's like a youth thing and you get pizza and i was like well shit yeah and i want a chance Free to pizza hell yeah um it was a jerry johnston revival um that was five oh. nights uh oh. it, 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 yeah in in the um auditorium at fort leavenworth uh jerry johnston is um He's fairly well known. This is not like, like in retrospect, it was not a small thing. Um, but so I went, I did not get saved at the end of it. Although I did <laughs> go down front because that meant I could go out back and get pizza. Um, so like, that was weird. But the, my favorite thing about that is they had, you know, all of Jerry Johnston's books for sale and he has written many, many, many ones. Um, but he wrote one about the satanic panic um oh. and i bought that and got it autographed and i lost it at some point which is a shame because that book is oh it's fantastic it is it is not real in any sense <laughs> of the word but it is if you want to read like a real trash thing about satanic panic i highly recommend tracking down jerry johnston's book well that's fun i mean churches are weird regardless i think even if you're into church you have to agree that that's a weird situation yeah they're almost always creepy buildings i live caddy corner from a gigantic catholic church and it's weird just to look at i like it it's pretty but i've never been in but it's weird and there's like nuns and stuff walk around so and as someone who's not catholic and didn't really grow up with nuns every time i see them i'm like "Ooh, nuns oh look at them they did here's one this is not a church story but it is a nun story and it's not really my story so much as my husband rob's story but he can't tell it because he's not on here so i'm gonna tell it for him he was out doing yard work one day and these nuns come up in blue. I don't know what that means. Different nuns wear different things, but these nuns were wearing like a, a dusty blue habit. And uh, they started talking to him. He's sweating in the lawn, you know, and then they were like, can will you make us lunch? And he was like, um, no. <laughs> and he came, and I'm watching out the window because I'm like, oh, my God, they cornered him. What are they doing? <laughs> And yeah, they just asked him for lunch, probably assuming with our proximity to the church that we were Catholic and that that's probably something a Catholic is happy to do for a nun. But it was weird and it was not, you know, we'd already eaten lunch or something. Like it just was not, if we had had lunch made, maybe we would have offered, but it was like, uh, no, that's weird. <laughs> oh man. Uh, if you've got any stories about weird, uh, church-related things uh or if you've read uh jerry johnston's uh the edge of evil the rise of satanism in north america um i'd love to talk to you about it or if you're watching shiny happy people on prime get oh, at us oh. yeah that's a, a weird church story that's a that's a whole <laughs> lot of weird church story and don't start reading uh wikipedia things to get further information or you'll lose your faith in humanity oh no yeah, that ooh, that rocked me. I did not know that's what was going on there. I knew Real like, life horror. Yeah, I knew like the general like arc of all of that, and then just like getting into it, it was just like, oh no. As a woman, it made me never want to wear dresses again because I feel like there might be a time we won't be allowed to wear pants anymore. <laughs> Definitely not. Kind of <laughs>
on to new nightmares. This is our roundup of trailers new to streaming, coming to theaters soon, and all that fun stuff. I'll be honest, it's mostly trailers this week, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of really fun-looking movies um, mm-hmm. to talk about on this episode. Our drought has become a flood. Yeah. Like, we, we had kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, first up, A24's Talk to Me, um, which hits theaters July 28th. Um, deb- directorial debut of twin brother filmmakers, uh, Danny and Michael Filippo, uh, who evidently are YouTubers. Um that means nothing to me. Um, so the uh, the 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 summary for uh, talk to me is a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand. They become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Um, this looks creepy as shit. I got to see this at South by Southwest, and yeah. It's creepy. I loved it. I think it's going to be on a lot of people's top lists. Um, it did give. It didn't give me a nightmare, but it gave me a super emotional dream that night that like shook me the next day. And also, Danny and Michael were there for the screening and afterwards talked. And they are tiny, delightful little hobbity creatures in the most. I mean that in the most wonderful way. They're just small little. I think they're Australian guys who are just so excited. To have a movie. I believe that their YouTube channel actually revolves around backyard wrestling. <laughs> I haven't checked it out, but I think that that's sort of where their background is. But you would not watch this movie and be like, great first feature, ready to see where they're going. You're like, no, this is solid. This is a really solid movie for a first feature from a couple of backyard wrestler YouTubers. Yeah, it's it just it's such a it's a clever concept. Um I love like the way it looks. It's just like shot so well. Like the the trailer just like immediately is like, oh, I want to see how all of this works out. Um, mm-hmm. The cast is good. You know, it's a lot of young cast, but it also has Miranda Otto, who was in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and so, so many other things. So many other things, but that's the most I think most recent thing I knew her from. But yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for that one. For, I'm excited for everyone to get to see that one because I, so few people I know have seen it. And I'm like, I'm ready to talk about it. We'll wait till July. Waiting till July. All right. Next up, we got a teaser trailer for Bird Box Barcelona, which is, of course, a sequel to Bird Box that was on Netflix. This one will also be on Netflix July 14th. This takes place simultaneous with the original Bird Box, except it's in Barcelona. Hence the name. And... Uh, you know, it looks, I don't know, to me, it looks a little more interesting than the first one, which I liked, but that sort of thing also really creeps me out. We all know I don't like the post-apocalypse stuff. Um, so I only watched it once. I probably need to rewatch it before seeing this. The um, general synopsis is after a mysterious force decimates the world's population by causing all who see it to take their lives. Sebastian and his young daughter, Anna, must navigate their own journey of survival through the desolate streets of Barcelona. But as they form an uneasy alliance with other survivors and make their way toward a safe haven, a threat more sinister than unseen creatures grows. I didn't know Bird Box was getting a sequel or needed one, but yeah. it, and, and and I guess sequel's not the word, right? Because it's concurrent. So it's not yeah. like what happened after. It's another chapter, perhaps. Probably. Looks good, though. 
don't know. Do we technically have because this is this? Do we have to pronounce this bird box Bar Barthelona? Barthelona. Barthelona. <laughs> um, I mean, but one hundred percent, it does look. I think it looks way more interesting. Like mm -hmm. I just like. I think it's more the um urban setting. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And you know, who doesn't love to look at Barcelona? I know, right? So, yeah, even, even destroyed. Yep. <laughs> All right, our favorite, one of our favorite directors of weird ass movies yorgos lentimos uh killing of a sacred deer etc so on and so forth uh new trailer for his latest movie poor things uh which hits theaters september 8th dropped and oh boy uh it is the incredible tale and fantastical evolution of bella baxter a young woman brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist dr godwin baxter under baxter's protection bella is eager to learn hungry for the worldliness she is lacking bella runs off with duncan wetterburn a slick and debauched lawyer on a whirlwind journey adventure across the continents free from the prejudices of her times bella grows steadfast in her purpose to stand for equality and liberation um that's very Frankenstein-y. Very Frankenstein-y. But beautiful looking. Oh. Yeah. And Emma Stone looks super cool in it. And doing her, you know, Frankensteinish walk mm -hmm. of uneasiness. It, it looks really cool. And Mark Ruffalo, Willem yeah. Dafoe. Yeah. Jared Carmichael, Rami Youssef. Yeah. yeah. I am uh, the cast alone uh, and like Frankenstein takeoff would be enough to get me to like check it out. But like just mm -hmm. the way this looks is just it looks like a weird fairy tale. Yeah. And agreed. I'm 100% into weird fairy tales at all times. And it looks simultaneously like the past and the future. Mm -hmm. It's like a different dimension, I guess, probably an entirely different world. You know, it's not it's not our world. Yet yeah, worth noting that it is rated R for strong and pervasive sexual content, graphic nudity, disturbing material, gore, and language. Does graphic um, nudity just mean there's a penis? Uh, yeah, that means someone hangs dong usually. Yeah, it means they don't say graphic nudity for boobs. No, I think it just means full frontal. Yeah, some way, shape, or form, but usually, yeah, way. Yeah. So you know, if that doesn't get you through the door, what will? I know <laughs> it's like all of that and more great let's go yep yep all right next up on this sounds weird but the cast is interesting sympathy for the devil with nicholas cage um it it is I, the the trailer like i'm not sure what's going on nicholas cage is like kidnapped someone uh so here's the synopsis after being forced to drive a mysterious passenger at gunpoint a man finds himself in a high stakes game of cat and mouse where it becomes clear that not everything is as it seems I don't think you get that in the trailer in the trailer you really just get that he's been carjacked kidnapped in his car and forced to drive at gunpoint by Nicolas Cage who is his sassy wild Nicolas Cageiest self so <laughs> it it looks um it looks like a good time. It comes to theaters and on demand on July 28th. And uh, so alongside Nicolas Cage, we have Joel Kinnaman. That's, you know, there's not a lot else as far as the cast that we see. Not a ton. The director is Yuval Adler, who also directed Bethlehem, which I did not see. Yeah, it, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks like uh, two people in a car movie and things going weird. Uh, what is the... It's the it looks like a much more unhinged version of that um, 
Jamie Foxx uh, Tom Cruise movie. Okay. Which I can never remember the name of, but I really like. Um, but yeah, no, it looks it looks like it's interesting. But I, yeah, the I, uh, Collateral. That's the movie I'm thinking oh, of. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely like the trailer versus the summary. It's just like I, I okay, he's the devil. Yeah, or is he? Is he? Sure. Why not? Let's. Well, I guess that's part of the thing is you tell me one thing, you show me another, and then mm-hmm. I have to watch it to figure out what we actually get. Mm-hmm. And then there's a certain subset of us also who see Nicolas Cage in a horror adjacent movie and are like, OK, I don't need the trailer. I'm in. I'm here. Yeah, I watched Woodley's Wonderland. The guy. <laughs> I haven't yet. I've not heard good things about it, but I'm still intending to watch it eventually. Once again. It's one of those things you watch and you're just like, oh, it's Nicolas Cage. Uh, I, he will be fun. Yes. It's like Barbara Crampton. Like even if even if she's in a movie and you're like, mm-hmm, like she's fun. Yeah. You know, she's going to make it worthwhile. Like anything, the parts she's in at least. Exactly. Hey, we got another uh, horror movie uh, coming from Hulu, which will be releasing the day this episode does. June 15th. Um, it is called Jagged Mind. Um. It stars Maisie Richardson Sellers and Shannon Woodward. Um, And the synopsis is, when Billy starts dating a mysterious new girlfriend, she suffers blackouts and strange visions that feel like she's living the same moments of her life over and over. Um, It is directed by Kelly Colley. um, And it is uh, based on uh, the short she did for Bite Size Halloween called First Date. Um which I vaguely remember. I'm terrible at remembering shorts, but I know I saw it and I enjoyed it. And I'm curious as to see how it plays out as a feature. It looks super interesting. Like I genuinely can't figure out what's going on. Like halfway through the trailer, I was like, Oh no, I think they're showing us too much. And then as the trailer progressed, I was like, Nope, I don't know what's happening. So that it's not too much. Maybe it's too much once I know what's happening, but yeah, it's, it's a lot, but it's also like, I have no idea what's going on. I know. And I feel like that's like based on like the the concept of everything. The tagline is believe anything but your own memory, Mm -hmm. Um, which I feel like this is going to be a a big old mess with your head movie, which again, love them. Yep. Yep. All right. Up next, we have The Gates starring Richard Brake. Uh, It's like a period piece. So in this. okay, and it's coming to VOD on June 27th. A serial killer has been sentenced to death by an electric chair in London in the 1890s. But in his final hours, he puts a curse on the prison he is in and all those in it. Uh, it also has John Reese davies Michael Yar, Alina Delia, David Pierce, and Peter Coonan. And it's directed by Stephen Hall. At first, I was like, this looks hokey. But as it got further into it, I was like, no, it's looking pretty scary. And it's Irish horror. And Ireland really knows how to do horror lately maybe always um it looks really creepy even just the photos and the poster with richard brake's face (laughs) and richard brake himself who is creepy so could be a good one yeah it's one of those where i like based uh, again like this is one of those where the trailer like the summary is like "Eh." and then the trailer i'm like i have no idea what's going on in this movie it just looks so weird you get a priest coming in who's like, it's not an exorcism. It's more like, I don't know, whatever you do to a space. Trying to like maybe Cleansing. clear the space. Yeah. And and then, it you know, all of a sudden he's floating and stuff. And there's 
lightning everywhere. Looks looks pretty cool. I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, speaking of things, uh, well, actually, here here is a complete uh, 180 from that, and that we know exactly what we're getting here. Um, yeah. uh, Peacock's Twisted Metal uh, is based on the long-running popular uh, video game series, um, and it will be hitting Peacock on July 27th. Um, stars Anthony Mackie. Um, as a motor-mouthed outsider who is offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Uh, in this tr- little clip, we get um, the iconic character Sweet Tooth. If you've ever seen any of the trailers or box art or anything for Twisted Metal, you know who Sweet Tooth is. It's a gigantic dude uh, in a creepy clown mask. Um, and he is voiced by Will Arnett and played physically by wrestling. Uh, I guess I would say he's a legend at this point. Samoa mm-hmm. Joe. I saw him and- wrestle at a um, army reserve building, like five blocks from my house in a Amazing. place. Once. I don't understand why they didn't just let Samoa Joe do the voice. I'm supposed, I guess probably for the Will Arnett name, but Samoa Joe can talk like that's half of why he's so great. He's good. At, he's a good talker. He could do the, he could, do the own verbal acting. Yeah. I mean, it's a killer cast, though. I mean, like, there's Nev Campbell, Stephanie Beatriz, Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's a name I haven't seen in a minute. Um, it's uh brought to you by the folk uh by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who are the folks who did Deadpool and Zombieland. Um, you know, I don't necessarily know if I really care about this but like everything they release i'm kind of like like that first trailer where it's just like he puts in like the the you know driving mix and it is steal my sunshine by lynn (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly this trailer i was like no i don't like this trailer i'm not into this but i like all these people Mm -hmm. and i'm interested in the idea and i guess since it's a series i can try one and if i don't like it i can stop but i'm sure it's better than this trailer but i don't I don't think this was a good choice for a trailer. And maybe it's, it's not even a trailer, it's a clip, but Yeah, I, I think they're they're really relying on like the the weird needle drops. Mm-hmm. Like that seems to be like the like we're gonna put like it's gonna be a post-apocalyptic wasteland with like people killing each other in cars, but where all the music is just gonna be like nineties pop. Yeah. Which I it don't It works hate. for Guardians of the Galaxy. Why not us? Yeah, like I don't I don't I don't hate the needle drops they've used but yeah i don't think i mean it's on peacock i have peacock i'll watch it yeah i'm keeping an open mind i'll i'll show up for samoa joe yeah all right next up on things that i am dubious and slightly uninterested in but we need to tell you about is final cut which is the remake of one cut of the dead i feel like we've talked about a little bit before but we did get a teaser trailer uh, this is coming to theaters in the United States on July 14th. Just watch One Cut of the Dead is my suggestion to you all because it's it didn't need a remake. And I'm, you know, if people want to remake stuff, that's fine. It doesn't take away the thing that we already have that we liked. I just don't understand. It was fine, not perfect how it was. I don't know why we're doing this. And I believe this is French. There's no dialogue in this teaser trailer. So I don't know if it's spoken in French with subtitles. 
which for Americans does not even make it an upgrade from One Cut of the Dead, which was also subtitled. So it's not even like you would get it no subtitle. I don't know. It might be in English. I'm not sure. But I just and and you can't really even tell much about this. If you haven't seen One Cut of the Dead, I can't even really give you much of a synopsis mm-hmm. because you don't want it ruined if you haven't seen it because the whole key is the surprise of it all and the like the couple of times that it completely turns that's that's the whole key to making it good so that's another reason why i don't understand why there's a remake because if you liked one kind of the one cut of the dead if you go to watch this you already know what's coming does that take away part of the thrill i don't know will i watch this maybe yeah am i excited about it yeah yeah i found a a review by a guy named steve copian um who saw it uh at can last year and uh because it uh it just had its uh final cut just had its premiere this weekend at tribeca um in in the united states and he reposted his can review and he's his like the the general consensus based on some other things i've read is that it is literally the exact same movie with like a little bit broader humor and i'm like but why then like do something it seems goofier which kind of tracks for french humor yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, One Cut of the Dead is a movie that is so great because you wa- you're watching it and then you get to that. It, it is, you know, like Barbarian or whatever. I think we mentioned it when we talked about Barbarian mm-hmm. as like a movie that, you know, you get halfway through and then all of a sudden it's this totally different thing. But like part of the appeal is that you then get to go back and rewatch it and see all of the stuff you missed. And this is one of those where it's just going to be like, you're just watching it to see like what they've done. And here's the kicker. It's like, if you're remaking it, it's not, it's, 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 I believe in French. So yeah, it's just like, it's still going to have subtitles. So like, you're just literally like the, you've just reduced your audience even more. Cause like anybody who wanted to see it would, was just like, well, I'll just watch the original. I don't need to watch a remake if I'm going to watch it with, you know, subtitles. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Meh. Meh. Uh, not meh. Um, Dark Star Pictures' uh, upcoming uh, film, Bad Girl Boogie, by um, the, the debut. Is it boogie spelled wrong or is it bogey? Oh, I don't know. They don't say it. So I'm just, just going to say let, let's let's go bogey because it, it is um, from down under. Um, it hits digital July 4th, DVD, July 11th, uh, select theatrical screenings, July 7th. Um, but yeah, Alice, uh, Mayo McKay's, uh, debut, um, follows Angel, whose mother was brutally murdered one Halloween night when blood was shed by a deranged killer wearing a parasitic mask cursed with black magic and bigotry. 16 years later, when Angel's best friend is slaughtered by a killer with the same mask, they must overcome their personal struggles, struggles fight their fear and find the mass killer before he or it slaughters everyone they hold dear. Uh, made by a 17 year old. It's funny that it's cursed with bigotry. <laughs> yeah. All? But, oh, it looks, it looks like exactly the sort of like, I, I'm a sucker for like down under like movies that kind of have like a real nasty edge to them. Mm-hmm. And this one looks like one where it's just like, oh, it's going to be, I don't know. It looks like sweaty and sticky and like brutal. And it, 
a little bit the premise a little bit reminds me of that i can't remember what it was called it was allison hannigan it was a camp slasher oh it was a you wooden might be mask killer. yes so probably not that was more comedic this looks not comedic yeah this does not look funny at all um no. but i mean i like the idea of taking like the mask <laughs> yeah making it into something dark which is uh if you've ever read the original mask comics it is definitely a little bleaker uh than <laughs> uh the jim carrey films i mean it's a scary thing to have happen anyway yeah i don't know oh, right. I, i've heard good Go things yeah i'm excited and it's you know it's not just a 17 year old she's a 17 year old no he's a trans he's a 17 year old transsexual wait i'm reading she. the wrong name she yeah sorry not it trying to misgender was reading the wrong name when you put somebody's dead name into the thing it gets really yes. confusing. anyway it's a queer horror and yes. as a queer cast and it, it, so that's also something that we champion and finally we have a trailer for tell death do us part which looks like it i mean it kind of looks like it's got a like they're trying to do a kill bill thing with a a wedding situation the premise is after running away on her wedding day a bride-to-be must fight for her survival against her former fiance and his seven deadly groomsmen on that premise i'm like really upset about it because i'm like why are they forcing like trying to murder this woman instead of just letting her not get married to this guy but the trailer makes it seem like maybe there's more going on like maybe they were part of some sort of a also a mafia crime organized crime perhaps more than just gang hey i don't want to get married yeah like it's more than just getting out of marriage it's maybe it's getting out of crime or something because she can fight like it's mostly just like a fighting trailer they're just constantly you know kung fuing each other so if that's the case that seems better than just oh you don't want to marry my buddy i'm going to murder you that seems really misogynistic and awful yeah um yeah it definitely uh has like a it is playing off a lot of tropes i mean you've got the bloody bride and things like that but it's got jason patrick and orlando jones and, and it's from the creator of final destination yeah so i'm like well you know maybe it, i don't know like big dumb action is is always super uh summertime appropriate and mm -hmm. you know, in theaters I august 4th don't know if it's gonna have a big wide release no i would guess not it doesn't doesn't really look like it warrants a huge release but would like go see it if it's playing that would be like this looks like a movie that you go see like a like a you take an afternoon off work and go see like a two o'clock matinee yeah this is a matinee or a five dollar tuesday or whatever yeah, yeah. the whatever the deal of the week is <laughs> at your theater <laughs> yeah yeah like i mean i want to i like i want to see it but i don't want to pay a lot of money for it. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and i want you to see it first and tell me if it's just gonna make me mad or someone to see it first like yeah tell me if it's gonna make me mad or if it turns out okay <laughs> and that's it i'm afraid i've got some bad news <laughs> I'm here from the Vatican because of your brother's death. I've come to bring the transparency to this tragedy. Before he fell into darkness, he was much loved by everyone. Fell into darkness. You saw my brother kill himself. The eyes of God are on us all. 
this was the ultimate confessional. The nuts, they stand here and for every sin committed, they take a step back. The more steps they took, they fell to their death. God caught them. We live a disciplined life here. Contained, cleansed, purified. Peekaboo, where are my clothes? Mother says we must first remove the filth from them. You're a woman of science. What is it you seek? My brother was badly hurt before he fell. I think he discovered something that he was afraid of. When I have dark thoughts, I think I might be a really bad person. Now it is time for our feature presentation, which is Consecration, now streaming on Shudder, directed by Christopher Smith. Julie, what is it all about? After the alleged suicide of her priest brother, Grace travels to the remote Scottish convent where he fell to his death. This trusting the church's account, she uncovers murder, sacrilege, and a disturbing truth about herself. That's That really only scratches the surface of what this movie is about. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And I... Disturbing truth about oneself. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> um, yeah, this was a movie that I thought was going to be one thing and then halfway through thought was going to be another thing. And by the time we reached the end, I was just like, I I wow. Like I, yeah. I there there's there's a lot to process by the time you're done with this movie. Yeah, I definitely had to do a little of that looking up other people talking about it to make sure I understood what I thought I understood going on. Yeah, it's a very um this is not spoilery in, in the at all, but like you definitely get like a 5 minute end of the movie thing that is very much like the Kaiser Soze reveal. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah it's it, like it, here's what was happening all those times that maybe you didn't even notice something was happening yeah um also a movie that ends where it <clears throat> began mm-hmm. and and uh which is an interesting sort of like loop tale um it is it, it is a film about which it is very hard to talk without like absolutely yeah. ruining it which um so we'll do our best but but it is on shutter and has been for a while so hopefully you've watched it before coming here and if you haven't maybe pause and watch it just in case we'll try not to but we probably will spoil it we you know we try not to be that podcast but sometimes there's no way around it 
Um, let's talk about the cast because it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like just our like it has Jenna Malone. She's it has so good. Danny Houston, who you you don't know that name, but you see him and you'll be like, oh, that guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he is not Ray Wise. Um, no, it's got Janet Suzman. Um, yeah, like just the the cast is just superb. Like this is a film. I guess you could say that like if it wasn't acted well, would be incredibly cheesy and a slog because it's mm-hmm. it's a slow moving movie, but because the acting is so good you're never like oh my god get on with it you're like okay we're building to something i can tell and what's going on is good but it does take some time to build to what they get to i think it is um like it is a very sort of like british horror um in in how it rolls out like there are a lot of hushed conversations there are a lot Mm -hmm. of there are a lot of like things glimpsed out of the corner of one's eye uh that sort of thing and i like this is a movie that, it, yeah, it's a very slow burn until it is not a slow burn. Um, yeah. And that's what really sort of makes it rewarding. Like, this is a this is a perfect, like, not because it's religiously themed, but it's a great Sunday afternoon movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's one that, especially, I don't know, obviously, where you are when you're listening to this wherever, but when as we're recording today, it's a very dreary Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so it would be a very perfect dreary Sunday watch yeah, right this... here in the shadow of the Catholic church where I sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is a, uh, get yourself a, a, a mug of tea and, and cuddle in. And, and the nice part is, is it like, it is, it, it is a slow burn, but it's a tight slow burn. Uh, if that mm-hmm. seems weird, I mean, it's only 90 minutes long and there's no by the time you get to the end you realize that there is there's there's no fat that needed to be trimmed from this movie like everything yeah everything was building to the payoff i yeah. will say that for some reason for me this has always been scottish is a difficult accent for me to decipher sometimes and so i had to turn the subtitles on and then i was way more able to get it because it, it is hushed and and kind of hard to hear and i feel like Everything on streaming is, I don't know, this is sound nerd in me. It's like compressed in such a way where I can't hear anything clearly. And then you throw in that Scottish accent and Rob and I were just like, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I finally turned on the subtitles and then was like, aha, now I can now I can see, hear it, and I know what's going on. So if, if, if you get into it and you're like, no, I can't handle this, turn on the subtitles. You're going to feel better with it. Yeah, especially like uh, like one of the... One of the mm, minor characters is the the like a like a, a novice nun named meg played by mm-hmm. um i'm gonna go with a lead fisher uh and she has like that very much like scottish lilt where it's mm-hmm. just like oh this sounds so beautiful i don't know what she's saying yeah um, and the like lead detective i had trouble with him mm-hmm. as well i really i was like i don't know what he's saying at all <laughs> yeah um it is uh it's just like it's one of those movies that i was expecting something very different than what i got and Mm -hmm. and i mean that in in a good way like it was just spooky and like it wasn't i was expecting something that was going to be much more shocking than it was and it wasn't and i was very pleased by that yeah and i like didn't see it coming like 
they're doing all this investigate up until the moment where it, I think it is like, okay, by now, if it hasn't clicked, here's your clicking moment. That's the moment where I was like, ah, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> I see what is happening now. <laughs> well, cause you're, you're, you are thinking that this is, you know, religious fanaticism gone awry Mm -hmm. and it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it isn't Uh, yeah oh yeah like this it's it's just so there's so much and you know content warning if if you're still listening and you haven't watched this there is child abuse spousal abuse you know self-harm suicide there's a lot of that in there. So it's a lot of triggery things if those are your triggery things. Um, but they all do. It's None of it is like exploitative. It's all in the service of what is going on ultimately. Yeah, it will. There, there are some scenes that will. Oh, my God. Like uh, there are a lot of like flashbacks. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, some of those will. You are you are not prepared for them. And I'm not like that was the thing that really grabbed me was I was like, what? Like, yeah, it seemingly comes out of nowhere. But in the context of like the full film, like you're just like, oh, interesting. Like it's it's such a. Oh, yeah. For a while, you're like, well, why throw that in there, man? Like, why do we need that? We've already got this other thing going on. Why are we throwing this in here from the past? And then once it all comes around, you're like, oh, okay. That's why I get it now. Okay. Yeah. 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 There, that there, was part of it. And it's not in a, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's not in a like sort of M night Shyamalan, um, like, Oh, a twist. It's like, yeah. no, like this, you, you're, you are being made, you're, you're being handed things almost the entire way through yeah. the film, but it's working on like, I think people's, prejudices regarding like you know small like religious sex and things like that to Mm -hmm. to to really um like make you doubt things that are being presented to you um very specifically and i I, that's not a that's not a twist that's a that's a trick yeah yeah it's not a twist it's a mystery that you are being handed clues to solve and it just depends on when you solve it how twisty it feels and then you don't even have to rewatch it because as we said, they go back and show you all the areas where they handed you a clue. You didn't know you were being handed at the time. And you're like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, neat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that thing wasn't. Okay. The thing was just floating. Neat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, oh, it's such a, like it was a movie that like definitely surprised me in more ways than one. And mm-hmm. that's what I really loved about it. Yeah. Very good. Very dark and rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah there's, there's just so much going on like that. It's just like it's hard to talk about without like I'm trying to be like, I know it just sounds like we're dancing around the edge of things, but like it's for a reason. Like we don't really want to spoil anything for you. Yeah. Yeah. We want you to watch it. Hopefully, if you're listening, you have Shudder. I feel like I say that every week. If you're listening, you don't have Shudder. You can treat yourself to Shudder and yeah. watch this movie and half of everything else we talk about. Yeah. And I feel like there's there's always like a, a seven day like freebie coupon mm-hmm. like code floating around. So give it a try. Like I like it if you if you're afraid of it, like sp- like the 
just being like, well, I'm going to get it and then I'm going to love it. And then I've got another streaming service. It's totally worthwhile. Yeah. And it it's really not that much. I don't think I pay for it annually now, so I'm not sure how it breaks down, but I think it's always been one of the cheaper ones. Mm-hmm. And, and you you may find yourself getting surprised. My wife the other day was just like, "Hey, so I heard that there were like these like Joe Bob Briggs does these things." I, I was like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, the last drive-in." She's like, "I want to watch some of those." And I was like, "See, it's bringing couples together." Exactly. <laughs> there's you know there's all kind. This is just a Shutter commercial now, but it's really my most watched streaming service, honestly. If and they have channels that are just playing live so sometimes if you're like i don't i just need something on the background you just throw on one of their live channels for like whatever they're showing you live you don't have to think jump in and out and then maybe you see half a movie that you're like i need to see the rest of that what was that yep i would say the 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 two i use most are shutter and pluto because Pluto's the one that just has like a ton of channels and i'm just like oh i can just watch like a non-stop just deluge of unsolved mysteries Mm-hmm. or mystery science theater 3000 or law and order yeah. <sighs> for for as much as streaming services do kind of suck sometimes it is just like i enjoy the ability to like just dive into things i love <laughs> i also wonder if younger generations don't have this but what i missed most like when i got rid of cable and kind of just went to streaming was just the ability to just turn on the tv and play whatever was on and just get, that's how you would find stuff where you yeah and like not have to think and decide on something just like i don't know i like this channel whatever's on comedy central today i'm watching or whatever you know mm-hmm. so i i like any streaming service that kind of offers me that option just the option to like curated like you get to discover mm-hmm. stuff uh i yeah. tuned in yesterday for a little bit for uh justin de uh from golden ninja video had his uh 24 hour summer mind movie mind melter and like, I had no idea it was coming. I was just like, oh, I trust him. And he was streaming stuff on Twitch. And I saw a couple of amazing movies, uh, including nice. parts of movies that I'm just like, well, I got to go watch that whole thing now. Ah, nice. So nice to have. Yeah. So we've got yeah. suggestions about other movies you should watch. Yes. Well, I had a hard time. So I picked some that hopefully you've already seen everyone. But if you haven't, one is The Nun, which is, you know, all part of the conjuring universe i think the nuns in that yeah that's mm-hmm. part of the conjuring universe um look not everybody liked it i liked it but it sort of has that same thing as the, you know a young woman searching to uncover what is going on here happens to be an evil nun spoiler it's in the name um you can find that on max if you have max just go ahead and watch it it's if you don't take it seriously it's pretty fun uh not fun per se is saint Maud, which you can find on prime which just kind of has the same vibes of just this like overzealous catholicism you know kind of savior thing um it's bleak it's dark but it's good uh i have uh suggested a 2000s convent which is um not serious and definitely <laughs> absolutely absurd but um you can watch it for free on tubi and it's a movie that I watched just because somebody was like, oh, you, I think you'd like it. And it makes like, it's absurd. It's dumb. It's like a mix of like action and horror and punk rock and all of that. Yeah. It, it, it is the opposite of this. If you want a palate cleanser, but want to stick in the weird religious realm. 
Uh, and then, uh, you know, if you go, if you, if you're talking about somebody going to an island to solve a mystery, you got to talk about Wicker Man, um, especially when it involves weird religious sex. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, the original 1973, it turns 50 years old this year. Blows is that mind. not on Shutter anymore? I don't think so. Uh-huh. Maybe it is. It's definitely available to rent everywhere, but I didn't have enough. I couldn't. I feel like searching for things on Google occasionally doesn't tell you what you need to know. Oh, do you use Just Watch? Am I oh. here to evangelize Just Watch? It's a website and an app where you can just type in the movie and it tells you what streaming service it's on. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's perfect. Let's see. I'll find out. Oops, that's the wrong one. Sorry. Wrong Wicker Man. <laughs> wrong Wicker Man. Oh, it's not on Shutter anymore. It is oh. just for rent. So, but you know, three ninety nine, and that's the other thing. Just Watch tells you how much it is to rent on your various services. There you go. Very handy if you're not using that. All right, it's time for I'll be right back. Yeah. Sorry, I stepped on you. What do you got coming up? Um, I am trying to just uh, get through a bunch of things in time to uh, between now and when we record next. I have to go to Colorado with my dad, so I'm like trying to like wrap up a bunch of stuff because I'm going to be gone for like three days in the middle of the week. Um, I've just been randomly just picking things to watch on streaming just because I'm like. I should watch this um, just to like, I'm trying to like give my brain a break um, yeah. and I've just been randomly picking movies on shutter and screen box and all of that. And I think I'm going to continue that this week. Um, like just trying to like watch movies for fun. Like nice. Oh, it's nice. It's nice yeah. to like watch things for review or because, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's about all I've got going on. Uh, reading a bunch of books um what about you well it's my birthday week tomorrow's my birthday and while i don't have any specific new horror coming up around my birthday i like to watch poltergeist i don't know why it's not a summer movie it's got nothing to do with me personally but for some reason it is a birthday movie for me and jaws is a summer movie Mm -hmm. i've been getting through all of my summer movies many of which are comedies but some of which are horror and those are the two horror ones i think i haven't gotten to yet on my list so that's probably all I'm doing. Nothing exciting. Just, uh, you know, watching some stuff. Yeah, I've only watched like, like I try every summer to watch One Crazy Summer, Summer Rental, and Summer School. Mm-hmm. Um, and thus far, I've only watched One Crazy Summer, and I feel like things are missing. I mean, obviously, like I try to watch Jaws Fourth of July weekend and all. Yeah, yeah. Because it is. Yeah. Just, oh. I watched One Crazy Summer, also Wet Hot American Summer. Those have been checked off the list and a few others. You can see my summer movie list on Letterboxd if you choose to follow me. It is on there. <laughs> oh. So, oh, yeah, that's what we got going on. Mm-hmm. We've also got stickers. We do. We just got glitter stickers. Oh, those are so pretty. Yeah. Uh, do you want one? Email us. CartonageReportPod mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Um, or DM us or, the, you know, however, like any of the myriad ways you can find us on, on the internet message yep. us. We'll tell you how to get those stickers. And high five to Sticker Mule for 
continually running deals we can't resist so that we are rich with stickers. I know. I'm waiting for another one because I realized I've got like a $10 credit for some reason. Is it because you ordered something with a cat? Probably. Because that's the $10 credit I got. It said, meow, you ordered something with a cat. Here's $10. Maybe they do that with any different thing you put on your stickers. But I was like, I hope it truly is cat exclusive. (laughs) Right. Uh, So we've got those. Um, We've got buttons. Um, We're not mailing them out, but maybe we can work something out. Um, We'll definitely be handing them out in person. Or at least I will at Crypticon mm-hmm. in Kansas City, which is the seventh, eighth, and ninth um, of July. Um, mm-hmm. So I will be carrying around a huge bag of buttons and stickers. Um, yeah, so looking forward to that. It's gonna be awesome. So yeah, that I think that wraps us up. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Report Carnage. We already mentioned you can email us at carnagereport at gmail.com. We would love to hear your suggestions for upcoming episodes, your thoughts on this episode, anything, you know, let us know. We want to engage more and we love being able to bring up your thoughts on the podcast as well and build a little community. So shout us out. Uh, all the music featured in this episode is by my brother Steve Spacek, who you can find on Instagram at Starling Woodworks and at nodder.bandcamp.com. Julie, where can they find you on the socials? I am Dark Humor Girl on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Anywhere you're looking, that's what I am. How about you? I am on the Instagram at Nicklaus Mouse. I am on Twitter at Nuthouse Punks. I am on Letterboxd at From and Inspired. And uh, yeah, that just about sums it all up. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. We will be back next episode with another roundup of the latest news in horror, and we will be talking about Brooklyn 45, directed by Ted Gagan. In this new movie, Shutter on Shutter, Nick, tell us what it's about. That was awkward, and I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, this plot summary for Brooklyn 45 is best friends since childhood. Five military veterans gather to support their troubled host, and the metaphoric ghosts of their past become all too literal. All also. That- Please tell me if I'm pronouncing Ted's name. That is correct. I looked it up. Uh, He he had a thing on. Thank you for Google Ted Gagan pronunciation. (laughs) I've heard him say it because he has come to Panic Fest twice, but I forget. And yeah, I don't want to offend him. I want to pronounce his name right. If he ever should listen. Hopefully he will. Yes. Uh, But yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.